You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, which is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth. And with me from Brenthurst Wealth is Aaron Ruttenberg. And we're going to talk about tax now. I mean, tax is one of those things that you don't want to talk about very often, but you have to talk about it at least once or twice a year. And the title of the piece that Aaron kindly sent me is as follows. The overview of where South Africans can save on tax. And obviously, Aaron, this is something that you would stress, save on tax legally, and there are legal ways to do it. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me today, and good day to your listeners. Um, Yes, there are legal ways to do it. I can't say illegal ways, but legal ways for sure. And um, those ways are very important, and I'm very passionate about them. Okay, I've got four here. One, retirement annuity. Number two, tax-free savings accounts. Number three, endowment in brackets, local and directly offshore. And number four, section 12J investments. So let's go through these things methodically if we can. Let's talk about the RA, the retirement annuity. Let's start with that. So the retirement annuity, obviously a very important investment for certain um, investors who most notably see themselves retiring in South Africa, um, I made this article um, something that also, you know, explores the limitations because whilst the tax advantages of certain of these vehicles are very important, one also needs to understand them and their limitations, but it's a brief overview. So with the RA, one needs to understand that, you know, one's interest, dividends, and capital gains, those are the main three taxes. You've got income tax, dividends, and and capital gains are all, um, you know, non-taxable within the wrapper of the retirement annuity. Um, but you know, your your um, contributions are obviously limited. Um, most South Africans can't afford, you know, a full on twenty seven point five percent contribution of, of you know of their remuneration or their taxable income. But for those who can um, and who see themselves retiring in this country, it's a fantastic option. Um, but, you know, the limit is 350,000 Rand. Again, it's a lot of money, but um, very much worth it. The only limitation to this is that one's investment has to be 75% South Africa. In yes. other words, the equity portion. Then the offshore portion is limited to 30%. Um, and that could be offshore in terms of equities or bonds, property, etc. So those are the, the limitations. So one might and I've alluded to this in the article, um, invest in these products, but one needs to understand that not being able to generate enough offshore capacity, you might actually earn more being invested offshore than the tax advantages that these retirement annuities offer, depending on the fees you're paying and depending on the fund selection you've been invested in over the years. As we know, South Africa hasn't, um, and South African equity specifically, hasn't um, generated a lot of income for or returns for clients. Okay, so that's the RA. The next one is quite an interesting one because I can't remember now. I mean, it, it seems to me it was only a couple of years ago, but it was probably four or five years ago that the Treasury introduced something called the tax-free savings account. And you say this is fantastic in the sense that the investor is not limited in terms of the amount of offshore exposure as well as allocation to equities. However, the only limitation is the amount that can be invested. It's quite a small amount for people that are you know, quite wealthy. But anyway, it's a step in the right direction. Tell yeah. us about the tax-free saving account. Absolutely a step in the right direction and something I'm extremely fond of personally. 
um, a lot of clients um, who who are young, who have the ability to earn a large amount of money over time. I always recommend as the household, you know, if you're married or if you're single or have children, each person in the household um, maximizes this. And why I say they're very powerful tools is although they were developed in 2015, um, once you add 33, well, 36,000, sorry, um, per annum with the amount to surely go up as the years go by um, and invest this as we like to mainly offshore with um, no no tax to be liable within the tax-free savings account. So again, no interest, capital gains, or dividends tax. The compounding effects of all of these taxes plus the ability to take a long-term view and invest globally over time can generate serious wealth for the younger investor whether it's an 18-year-old, whether it's somebody that's just been born or somebody that's in their 40s and they've got a long-term horizon until they're in their 90s. People are living longer as well. So that's a good thing. And, and the 36000 that you mentioned will obviously go up with the rise in inflation and when the South African economy uh, regains its footing, if you like. Now, the other one, that you, yes. this is an interesting one, the endowment. And you say, and I'm quoting you here, this one is particularly important for the wealthier clients and one of my personal favorites, you say, as they are often overlooked. Okay, so don't overlook them now. Tell us about them. I won't. Um, Lindsay, these are very important tools. Um, You know, we do deal mainly with the wealthier clients, so we've seen this. Um, The reason why I feel that they're one of my favorites, because when a client earns over 30% their taxable income or their, their tax, um, their marginal tax rate, you know, one has to aside for a retirement annuity, which they may have maxed out a tax free savings. They may have maxed out. One needs to look at further ways to, um, you know, gain the tax advantage. So these are taxed very efficiently. One doesn't even need to, you know, hand in the tax reports every year, um, or to their tax practitioner to do a tax return. The capital gains tax, as well as the income tax, is already reported on behalf of the endowment provider to SARS. And what would happen, so therefore these are mainly for South African investors, that's that's important to note. And essentially when um, you, know, you are taxed, let's just say you want to do a withdrawal one day or partial withdrawal or switch from one fund into another, the capital gains effective rate is 12%, whereas for a marginal taxpayer of 45%, that would be 18%. So that's quite a saving, again, on tax. Um, And then also, you're allowed to go fully offshore, either indirectly or directly. Um, The direct version is my favorite because we are fans of direct offshore investments at Brenthurst, particularly myself, where you can get access to funds that are not available here for the ordinary South African resident who would like to get, um, you know, some... Uh, allocation to these funds that that they don't have and that they can't get within their other investments. Next one. We're doing well so far. All all legal and all very efficient, I think. All legal. Yeah, exactly, of course. The next one is Section 12J Investments. I've never heard of this. That's because I'm I'm lazy and I don't look at tax-efficient investments. But what is a Section 12J? So Section 12J Investment is essentially, you know, a tax incentive that was used and that the government allowed for investors who were looking for an 
a different type of investment, maybe a, in, an alternative investment. So an alternative investment would be an investment that's not what we usually used to, the vanilla investments in equity and bonds, but you know, instead something that you can't get um, exposure to within your typical unit trust. So venture capital companies, you know, yes. it could be a company that creates solar power panels or a fund that invests into these type of venture capitalist companies that are trying to create jobs and there and and stimulate the economy through the growth of the company, creating jobs and doing businesses that you just cannot get your hands on other than in these type of funds. And that's why they're called alternatives. So um, what essentially has happened is that, or that the government allowed for, is that the investor can deduct up to 100% of their investment against their taxable income. Um, they are higher risk, um, as you know, because these companies are private. They're not listed um, on the JSE. Therefore, they don't go through the exact auditing processes as a, a typical JSE company would need to. Yeah. And um, also, the investment needs to be uh, invested for a full five-year period. Otherwise, you will lose that tax relief that you had. So if you invested 100,000 Rand in this tax year, um, you can deduct that 100,000 Rand against your taxable income, but you need to be invested for the full five years. Otherwise, you will owe SARS that money back. It's important for your listeners to note, though, that as of, the June 2021 is the well from June 2021. You can no longer contribute to these investments. So investors who are interested in Section 12J um, are only able to contribute to them up until the first, up until the 31st of June um, 2021. Other than that, okay. So it's only a couple of months away. So maybe that's one that we only. should sort of push aside at the moment. And um, also, yes. I was I was going to ask you before I knew that the scheme was only valid until the end of June. The conclusion yeah. you say is as follows. Let me read your conclusion because it's interesting. It says, no matter what your choice, if there are any, any doubts or concerns, please do consider contacting a qualified, experienced financial advisor who should remain objective and keep your best interests at heart. Of course, we always say that. And that's where you come in at Brentos Wealth. But do you think that in the future, this is a more general question, do you think that in the future, the Treasury will start to introduce more tax-efficient schemes and become more lenient in order to help people save and also to encourage them to stay in South Africa and also to create wealth? Well, Lindsay, it's, in my opinion, I don't see that happening relatively soon. I hope for that. And the reason is because we've already got these tax incentives and we've got a very, we've got a shrinking economy. You know, the GDP, you all know, has been obviously due to the low base effect you know, was was about three point six percent for twenty twenty, mm. but you know, at the, uh, and that's mainly due to the fourth quarter and when when the economy opened up. But we we already are going to see obviously the tax free investments go up, um, maybe potentially an increase. We're hoping to the offshore allocation within a retirement annuity, those type of attractions, which will allow um, investors to continue to save, and the government wouldn't have to. Um, look after these particular individuals, but do I see anything else, other vehicles, only ones that create job opportunities is, is my best guess, but time will tell. Yes, time will tell. Thank you so much for your time. Talking of time, Aaron Ruttenberg is from Brentos Wealth, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.